You are listening to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast, a part of the Four Beardsmen Sports Network. Hello there. <laughs> Welcome to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Beard Brother Dylan. And I'm Beard Brother AJ. And we are here after a two-week absence due to coronavirus issues, uh, me getting a new job and yeah, but not say, having time to do anything. You're no longer a stay-at-home dad. No, and it sucks, but i gotta, gotta got to get that Johnny Manziel money. Yeah, you gotta you got to provide for that family. That's uh, basically what he probably – he probably works for FedEx too. <laughs> At this point. And he still misses the, the porch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so – uh, we're coming back. We got a full slate of things here for you. Uh, we've got some not so necessary NFL news. Been a pretty slow couple news weeks, um, but a couple little little nice ones in there for you. Uh, we are coming back with our hindsight hierarchy. This is our initial rankings. Um, basically, after the final rosters are set, it's not final final, but it, rosters are pretty much are what they're what they're going to be at this point. There's going to be a couple speculative ads, some injuries during the preseason, stuff like that, and we'll have our our final hindsight hierarchy sometime during the preseason, right, right before most drafts. But uh, I don't see it varying too much from where we're at now. And then uh, we're going to be covering running backs and quarterbacks today. And then a uh, fun little trivia of journeyman jigsaw. We'll pick a player and we'll name what teams that player's been on and have the other person try to guess. So we'll I just, jump. I just look, looked up things here. Um, according to my documents, uh, just to sound fancy. Um, we did quarterbacks and running backs last time back in January. Yeah, so long February, time March, April. We got about four months in between that. Yeah, and I've I've had some pretty almost six, teams. bro. Yeah, so I said what? Did I say four? You said four. Oh, February, March, April, May. Yeah, whatever. January to February, February to March, March to April. April and May. it was like halfway through yeah. January. I don't count. Almost made a June, so about five. So yeah. Um, yeah, we can uh, jump right in. Uh, just a couple little, like I said, not-so-necessary news bits here. Uh, Joe Flacco did sign a, a deal with the Jets. I didn't see what the, the money was. Uh, I'm assuming it's a one-year. It's one-year, 1. 1.5 potential to 4.5 with incentives. Okay. So, I mean, it just gives him a solid veteran presence behind Sam. Of course, nothing to worry about. Just a, a solid football move. So if Sam were to go down with the, the smoochies again, <laughs> somebody who could who could easily fill in for him. Yeah, play decent quarterback. You know, Joe Flacco's not – well, he never was elite, but he won a Super Bowl, so. Yeah. I mean, I credit that, that Super Bowl win mostly to that defense. I don't know, man. He made some plays. And that, that playoff run, he had that – that deep bomb to Jacoby Jones against the Broncos, I believe in the divisional round and uh, let him pass. I think the Patriots in the AFC championship. So he, uh, he was good once upon a time. It's weird to think that him and Matt Ryan came out in the same draft class. Cause you don't think about Matt Ryan leaving the Falcons anytime soon. And now Mr. Flacco's on his third team. Yeah, exactly. In as many years. <laughs> well, at least, you know, Flacco has won a ring. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, oh, Matt, Matt Ryan was so close, so close. It was like it was like that uh, that Geico commercial, the dude that was fishing. Ooh, you almost had it. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was only about twenty eight and one third inch. Yep, pretty much <laughs> twenty eight to three. 
That was a really bad 28 to three joke. I uh, I knew where you were going. I was trying to skip past it. (laughs) So uh, we got that uh, slightly more fantasy relevant, especially in deeper leagues. Carlos Hyde signs with the Seahawks. I, I mean, it's, you know, if he was like out there in your dynasty league or something, he's worth a speculative ad and those super deep, like 20 bench spots. Stuff like yeah, that, but so he he got a one year four mil contract, mm-hmm. and it's it's honestly just because I think they're hesitant on Penny's like return table, so I I think they were just because they Let's they didn't say, get Penny DJ and Dallas. Carson are both injury prone at this point. Yeah, I, I mean Carson's coming off of a hip injury, so his his timetable he should be good. I mean he'll be good by the time the season begins, yeah. and I think Carlos Hyde is just there to to help spell. And like I said, the only reason he's going to be worth anything is in those super, super deep leagues. So um, nothing to really worry about. I think Chris Carson is still going to be the guy. They even talked about that on sleeper. There was a report like Chris Carson's still the main back here. So, um, and then what else we got here? Uh, another minor one, Cooper cup changes number from 18 to 10, uh, a little bit older, but we've been gone for two weeks. Why so, did he change his number? Did they say, I don't know. I, I think it was just something like he he wanted to, or he or the number wasn't available. I think it's what he wore in college, uh, and the number was not available to him when he came out of the draft because uh, I believe Tavon Austin had it when he came out. So and he was just finally like, oh shit, well I can get it now, so I'll change it, change it up a little bit. And then what else we got here? Uh, I put Johnny on accident. <laughs> it's supposed to yeah, say I was Johnny. Wondering, I, I was wondering yeah. what you meant by that. Yeah, Johnny's doing solo workouts with Tannehill, so that's uh, he's he's probably going to be one of my guys come come the start of the season when my rider dies. I think he could have like the potential Mark Andrews of last year, or Darren Waller of last year, or George Kittle of two years ago kind of break out this year. So, you got any thoughts on your on your boy Tannehill working out with Johnny? I think it, it definitely shows or it puts some fantasy relevance to Janu because who else do they have in that position? But yeah, it, Delaney Walker's gone. And I mean, AJ Brown is still there, but he's not going to eat up all the targets. Exactly. And if he's getting that one on one time, it's going to build that chemistry indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And you saw it throughout the playoffs, too. I know playoffs aren't fantasy relevant, but he went off during the playoffs and had that amazing touchdown snag against yeah. the Patriots, if you remember that. So I, I like him a lot. He's probably going to be like my, my ride or die tight end. He's sitting on Sierra's bench behind Travis Kelsey. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, Josh Gordon is looking to be reinstated probably for the final time in his career. It's like what the third or fourth time already. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, dog, I mean, now that they've, you know, eased the restrictions on pot, I think they could be like, hey, we've changed things. Come on back. Yeah. Well, most of them were for pot. I think his last one was for performance enhancers. Oh. Still. Come on back. (laughs) Cooties were bad enough. Let's go. But where would he go? Would he stay with New England? That's the question. No, he was with Seattle when – when he last played, remember? Was that right? Yeah. yeah they wa- New England he, waved him, and he made it yeah. all the way to, like, 29th position in waivers. Yeah. And somehow the Seahawks got him. So Do I, you see I, him staying in Seattle? 
No, I think, I mean, he's a free agent at this point. Um, I don't know, maybe somewhere that just needs some wide receiver help still. New England? I mean, yeah, you could go back to New England, but I doubt it was Stidham there. I doubt they want to deal with that headache again. Maybe like the Ravens, maybe the Jags. Um, just some off place like that. Maybe there's a camp injury and he ends up signing then. Yeah. Maybe Cincinnati? I don't know, man. They got they got Auden Tate still there. They still have um, Tyler Boyd and A.J. Green, and then they just got T. Higgins in the draft. Oh, so that's think, right. They don't need him. They don't need I him. Think, I think they're pretty set where they're at right now. You can go back to the Browns. <laughs> no, we don't need him. I don't know, man. I, if you had Jarvis Landry running out of the slot and then Josh Gordon and Odell working the outside, I think that would be a pretty, pretty gnarly combo. No, we don't need him. Make Baker even more fantasy relevant. Yeah. Um, you got any other news news bits that you saw that you were interested in? Nope. I've been looking at things this whole time. I haven't really seen anything. Yeah, it's uh, mostly been coronavirus filler. Like, it, yeah, there really hasn't been. He's anything. got the best wide receiver duos. And yeah, this, which Odell and Jarvis were the number two yeah. ranked by Bleacher Report. Be number one if they had a quarterback who could throw to him. Right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see this year. I'm actually kind of high on on uh, Baker this year for fantasy purposes. Well, but. since they since they boosted that O line, it gives me more hope. But as a Browns fan, I've been hurt before. <laughs> it's just a carousel of pain. Yep. <laughs> Every year, it's go. oh hey, we're gonna do good. Ouchies. You hey, go we're gonna on, do good. Up on that Ouchies. Horse and then back down and up on that horse. Get hype just, again. And... Just so many ouchies, man. So, speaking of liking quarterbacks, we'll jump right into our hindsight hierarchy and uh, cover our. We we narrowed it down to top ten. We did top twelve last time uh, at each position. I think except for no, we did quarterbacks at twelve too. I don't think we did. Oh yeah, we did ten for quarterbacks and then twelve for wide receivers and, and running, running backs. backs. And then ten for a tight end. So we just did ten. I've got I've got four honorable mentions for each one. So oh, I don't have uh, any of those. Yeah, I'm sure you'll have some guys you'll think of off the top of your head. But I can we'll think start of with, two. But we'll start with quarterbacks, um, and we'll just you, do you our. You want to work one snake. down or ten up? No, ten ten up. Okay. We'll have a little uh, suspense to our reveals. I'm pretty then, sure we have the same top three, but different orders. Uh, Probably. I, I think um, our number ones and number twos are going to be flip-flopped. I doubt it. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, I went with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and real quick, too, I'll, I'll throw out my honorable mentions first because we always say, like, at, after number two, we'll reveal them, but we never fucking remember. So yeah. uh, I, I've got just on the outside, Matt Ryan, uh, Matt Stafford, a pair of mats. Uh, Tom Brady, I still think, has enough left in the tank. He'll be 44 by the time the season starts. It's fucking insane. Uh, and Jared Goff, I, he kind of came on at the end of last year, and I, I think depends on which Jared shows up in the season. Yeah, I think it's him getting used to not having an offensive line and how to play. When they started running those two tight end sets towards the end of the year, he he kind of moved back to form. So, um, but yeah, Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, and Baker Mayfield. Tom, kind of a wild card in there that could end up slipping into the top ten. But uh, my number ten is Aaron Rodgers. He's he's not the fantasy relevant quarterback that he was anymore, but I think it went a little under the radar how good of a season he still had last year. Uh, let he me finished, pull up his Rogers finished ninth last year, yeah. somewhere around there. And he he was my first in honorable mentions. Yeah, 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers stats. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had like 20, yeah, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions, and threw for 4,000 yards. That's with one wide receiver on the team. <laughs> and guess what? He's going into this season with one wide receiver on that team. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's got Alan Lazard, Devin Funchess, the fucking journeyman that he is. One of your Michigan boys. Yeah. But he he's not doing anything. I just think Aaron Rodgers will still – that offense will still be pass-happy enough. It is going to be a run-first offense still. Yes. Um, especially with them bringing in A.J. Dillon and still having Aaron Jones, the monster that he is, and SpongeBob slash Olaf, Jamal Williams. I thought they got rid of him. I thought there no, was – or was that no, just was rumors? A, that was, no, that was a bugaboo on my part because um, I, I fucked up and I saw – Thomas was a or not Thomas I saw Jay Williams was a free agent and it was Jonathan Williams not Jamal Williams Jamal Williams is still on the Packers okay never mind this is but honestly I Aaron Jones is probably going to be second on that team in targets wouldn't surprise me yeah there's more talks that and this was Oh, this is about a month ago. Never mind. Not credible. Yeah. So, who do you got at number 10? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I got Tom at 10. I think – I mean, it'll probably change again. Who knows? Uh, depends on what kind of workouts get done before the season starts and how he looks in preseason. I mean, t- teammates are already getting together now Now that most oh, of the restrictions have been lifted. Down. Yeah. Yeah. But I think with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin – Gronk coming back, and whether they keep Howard still yeah. being there, and was it? Um, they have a third tight end on that team too, Cameron Brait. Yeah, and they're all good tight ends. They have a decent running back core, and a pretty good offensive line. <laughs> I said decent. Yeah, I mean they they went out and got Tristan Wirfs, and yeah, the, with their first round pick. So I I love that. So that offensive line has been bolstered. Uh, and while Tom is clearly starting to show his age, it's still fucking Tom Brady. With his ridiculous percentage of missed balls. Yeah. While not under pressure last year. So I think the fresh Florida sun will will give him. Rejuvenate him. The, yeah. the land of the old. Will just, Out there playing, playing golf with Tiger and Phil and Peyton. Getting ripped on by Peyton. <laughs> Dude, him and Charles Barkley had some funny back and forth. Yeah. Well, you saw the spot where Charles was giving him shit, and yeah. then Tom just straight up sunk about a 160-yard shot. Yeah. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was like pro-level backspin. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting here having played golf my whole life. Like, I can't get backspin like that. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, that's what happens when you have Phil Mickelson coaching you for weeks right. at a time beforehand. Fucking, fucking hefty lefty himself. Yeah. Wasn't John Daly hefty lefty? No. Or John uh, Daly? John Daly wasn't a lefty, I don't think. Oh, he was the grip it and rip it guy. I remember yes. him. Yeah. John Daly. Oh. You're going to make me look this up now because it's going to bug me. Hefty lefty was Jared Lorenzen. <laughs> that too. Finding anything? He's right-handed. Everything I'm saying looks... Okay. Or he can swing from both. Who knows? Golf's weird. Um, (laughs) Like a bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) 
So we'll go to my number nine. My number nine is another person in your honorables, Matt Ryan. Okay. Matt is where did he finish this year? He was 11th this year, but following trends, he's either like top five outside top 10, top five outside top 10. He was outside mm-hmm. top 10 this year, which means he could bounce back and come in the top 10 or like <laughs> number, top five. Number three. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got good targets around him. Yeah, they just lost uh, Hooper to the Browns. I don't think they picked anybody up. Or did they? Who? Did the Falcons pick up a tight end to replace Hooper? Yeah, Hayden Hurst. That's right. Mm-hmm. And Hayden Hurst is a, a suitable backup or replacement. So I think with the talent that Matt Ryan has around him, and they have – God damn it, what was the, the running back they just Matt, – Matt Ryan finished just inside the top ten. He was number ten last year. Um, according to Sleeper, he was number 11 behind Carson Wentz. Okay. Yeah, he was still behind Carson Wentz on this one. I just pulled it up on NFL Fantasy. Oh. Yeah, according to Sleeper, Carson had three more points. Um, yeah, he, he had seven more points according to this one. Hmm. Matt Ryan was number 10. Carson Wentz was number nine. Aaron Rodgers was number eight. So they have everybody one up. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, I think Matt Ryan can, he's been pretty much a picture of consistency his whole career. And aside from winning a Super Bowl that he has not done yet, but I think he can still remain in the top 10 this year. I do too. That's why I have him just outside right now. Clearly that's, if they're in our, like honorable mentions it's it's a very clear like you can see here even i mean from from six which was pat and this one 287 down to 285 for kyler there's such a a minimal margin Mm -hmm. for like where they finish uh aaron Rodgers at 278 275 for wentz 267 263 like that whole i mean aside from lamar Everybody was pretty close to each other. 11 to 5 is a 25-point difference. Uh-huh. So, um, And Patrick Mahomes missed, what, three games? Two or so, three. Yeah. Um, let me see. Yeah. God, he still had a great year. He did what Aaron Rodgers did in the full season. I just saw that. Yep. Like, almost exactly. 4,031 yards to Aaron Rodgers, 4,002. 26 touchdowns, 26 touchdowns. Pat threw five interceptions. Rodgers had four. That's, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> and then had – that's why he was a little bit higher. Uh, Mahomes had two rushing touchdowns at 218 yards rushing. Aaron Rodgers had 183 yards rushing with one rushing touchdown. So, uh, You got your – Yep, going to your number said, nine. My number nine. Okay. I, I, I put Carson once there. Um, if he can get, like I said, one of those two wide receivers in Elshon or Deshaun to stay healthy – and just anybody who can remotely catch the ball on the outside, he still threw for 4,000 yards last year, 4,039, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. And still had a great year. Had 200 tacked on a little extra cherry on top of 243 yards rushing. Uh, they were probably, the Eagles would probably like to see that at zero, seeing how often he gets killed when he runs. Right. Yeah. Say Carson was in my honorables. Yeah. I, uh, I just overall, like, even though I despise the Eagles, I still think Carson Wentz is a good enough talent as long as he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, him being lower on my list is because of baked in injury risk. So yeah. It, I, he honestly, if 
if he had a healthy wide receiver core and could stay healthy himself all season, he'd probably be a top five quarterback. He's played, uh, then, was it four seasons? He's only played two full seasons? Yes. So, and then you're wait, number eight. Yeah, I just has looked it up. Okay. Um, yeah, he's played, that was just his fourth season. Yeah, yeah it was 13, well, it was 13, or 16, 13, 11. Yeah, 13, 11, and 16. He didn't play 16 his rookie year. There was somebody else there starting. 2016 says he played 16 games. He might have played. He didn't start. <laughs> Still played. Yeah. But uh, I actually – I lowered him a little bit on my rankings. Uh, number eight is Carson Wentz – or sorry, Jesus. Uh, Russell Wilson. I was looking at like back and forth between my list and the list I have pulled up here on uh, NFL. But I, I did lower Russell Wilson just a little bit just because his ridiculous touchdown rate I, I just – it has to come down at some point. Right. Um, 31 touchdowns last year. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up real quick. So I want to see how many attempts he had. TD. Why? 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 So about touchdowns for Russell? Yeah. Russell had 31 passing touchdowns. No, I know. I, that's not what I'm looking at. Wilson. I'm trying to pull up how many attempts he had. 516. I have sleeper right here on my phone ready to go. I'm trying so. to do – I'm not doing the math, so I'm trying to pull up his actual touchdown rate. It does not show me here. You're looking for his but percentage? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, what? It still doesn't – okay, that doesn't help me. Whatever. Um but yeah, still 4,100 yards, 31 touchdowns, five interceptions last year. His interception numbers are low, so that I think keeps his floor high. And uh, he still finds ways to win, especially when – like if the team gets down, they don't they don't give a shit anymore. They're still going to try to run the ball, but they allow Russell Wilson to be a little more of himself. Yeah. Uh, overall, though, I still – I love the talent. I just think with – how their offense is, I think it's safer to keep him a little bit lower in the top 10, but still being a top 10 quarterback because he still does get a little bit of the rushing. He's not, you know, he's going to be 30, 31 this year. So I think his rushing floor is lower, but he still gets a couple of those plays, which, which gives you a nice little add on at the end of a game. Let's see here. I'm trying to look up his touchdown percentage. That's his completion percentage. I don't want that. I want his touchdown percentage. His yeah, I tried looking up touchdown rate. His completion percentage is disgusting consistently. Yeah, I know. Good God. Talk about Mr. Consistent. Sorry for the slight awkward silence here, everybody. We're just trying to be a little fancy yeah, I here. Can't, I yeah, can't it find. doesn't show up anything. Yeah, it shows their rating, but I'm having trouble finding anywhere. Yeah, I just keep seeing everything for completion percentage and um and calculating QBR, and I don't care. Yeah, about I think that. he was well over seven percent, if I recall correctly. Well, if you're if oh, you're wait, just if you're just going by 
passing attempts it. to touchdowns, it was like just over just over six percent. Because no, it was that. it was six percent on the dot. Yeah, and it looks like. Yeah, because if that's the case, it'd be five or thirty-two or thirty-one. Other top-tier players. Um, this is a ten. Yeah, it was on. six on the dot. Touchdown rate. Uh, Lamar Jackson's ridiculous nine. Same for Ryan Tannehill had a ridiculous. So I guess Russell Wilson's did come down a little bit uh, from him being at seven, but six is still pretty freaking high. Yeah. So you usually float somewhere between like four and a half to to like five and a half. Mm-hmm. So um, for elite quarterbacks, that is. Yeah. Uh, Dak finished as the quarterback two last year, had a five, uh, 5% touchdown rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deshaun Watson was a top five quarterback last year, finished with a 5.3. Uh, Jameis Winston was a top 10 quarterback last year, had a 5.3. So Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league, had a 5.4. So I just think so. kind of around the average there. But overall, I just I worry about that Seahawks offense and their ability to keep yeah. Russell Wilson hyper, hyper fantasy relevant. So Russell was your number eight? Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. My number eight is probably somebody that's going to catch your attention and probably get me a little bit of hate here because of, I, I had him drop four spots for my original ra- rankings from January. I have Deshaun Watson here at number eight. Oof. Yeah. It can I think his, again. His but... Russell or his Russell rushing floor. I have Russell Wilson on the brain. His rushing floor keeps him, I think top, Six, seven. I think eight's a little low, but it's it's not it's not like I said it's not going to be that far off. Yeah, just so because the fact that he lost Nuke and now he has a team full of twos mm-hmm. at best. He's we're not talking about taking a shit. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> his tight ends are probably some of his more consistent targets, or comparatively false. You, you think so? I disagree with you. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think. Uh, what is it? Aikens Aside from Fuller, and Aikens and Fells. And uh, Fells. I don't. They, they they go through those spurts where it's like, oh shit, he really loved the tight end this week. So, and then they just, they're the ones that scooped up. Brandon Cooks? Running, I'm talking Randall Cobb. Running back, running back. Oh, DJ. Uh, DJ. And David Johnson. Yeah. So, right. I mean, you replaced. You got David Johnson, who's not really good anymore, unless he has some kind of resurgence. I think he'll be like second or third on that team in targets, man. Honestly, we'll see. I mean, they still got fantasy relevant this year. Yeah, no, I know, but I they pay they they're paying David Johnson the money, man. I just think he could honestly be fantasy relevant this year. Which, by the way, if you're accepting trades in your league, be wary of which D Johnson from Houston you get offered to you. So be very careful on that. Like, or if you want to go try to get somebody who maybe has both of them. <laughs> just see if you can't sneak one by him and be that guy. But yeah. I, I think I – mean, Honestly, I wanted to ask you, out of the two, who would you rather have on your on your fantasy roster, David Johnson or Duke Johnson? Personally, Duke, but I think David will get the touches just because of how much they're paying him. Yeah, I think he's – it. fantasy isn't always about – who the mo- drafting the most talented people. I mean, OJ Howard I, to me is one of the most talented tight ends and he hasn't been fantasy relevant. So I just think like, 
kind of follow the money a little bit and and go with I, I just think he's gonna they're gonna think he's the bell cow for some reason. And they're gonna be sadly mistaken. And then Duke Johnson's gonna be like, yo, dog, mm-hmm. give me the rock. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna do good things. Um so my number seven is actually he moved up a couple spots in my rankings, but he was one spot off this on sleepers rankings, and he's my my quarterback, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I think Josh will stay right around the middle of the top 10. He, I mean, I moved him up three spots on my personal list just due to the addition of Stefan Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, they added uh, Zach Moss also into that backfield to Singletary. I think there's a lot of talent there in that team, and Josh Allen is just a fantastic quarterback. A solid rushing floor, too. Yes, that was, I was going to mention that. Uh, let's see here. Does it show? I don't did, think it shows rushing yards here. He not, had 510 with yep, nine. nine rushing touchdowns. Nine. Yeah, so that's why he was so high last year. Um because he did miss a couple games too. He was remember. the he he was the highest as far as rushing quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I would say it wasn't close, but Deshaun Watson had seven. So um, they say so did yeah. Lamar. The only thing that really separated them was the fact that Lamar had twelve hundred rushing yards. Yeah, so it worked out nicely. Uh, Josh Allen is my number seven quarterback as well. Oh, nice. So um, we can talk about him a little bit. I do, like you mentioned, I I do like the addition of Stephon Diggs. I think they're going to trust him a little bit more. I do think this is still going to be a rushing and defensive kind of team, but he has, I, I mean, he's the white Cam Newton at this point to me. It's, it's just, it's amazing. Like their stature, their, their overall play, the way they play. Um, just, he reminds me a lot of Cam. Speaking of which, I meant to mention this. Uh, when I talked about Joe Flacco signing with the Jets, Cam Newton is now the only quarterback who started week one of 2019, who does not have a team this year. I'm really surprised nobody's tried to pick him up. I know, it's so weird. They were talking on around the uh, around the NFL about him, that he sh- the Broncos should sign him. Like, I understand you have Drew Locke there and you want him to be your quarterback of the future. But, you know, like, if he gets hurt or – you know what I mean? Like, why not have Cam there to push him a little bit? And if Cam ends up being better during camp, let Cam play. Yeah. Or why didn't the Bears scoop him up for the exact same reason? Or or the Redskins. That was almost a guaranteed starting job over fucking mm-hmm. Oof Biscuit. Yeah. Or the Redskins. I, I don't know why. Like, I, I love Dwayne Haskins uh, just because he's an Ohio State guy, and I'm, I'm an Ohio State guy. <laughs> uh, I didn't go there. I've, I've been there. Like, I've been on campus, but I, I didn't actually attend classes there or anything. But I just think it would be cool for, for Cam to get an, get an opportunity somewhere. And you would think, especially with the Redskins, who's their coach now? Riverboat Ron. Mm-hmm. The who, guy who, that took who him, coached him for his, Yeah, who coached him for, like, his entire career. Yeah. So, I just, you know, bring him in, like, let him compete for a job, and if he doesn't, He's on the team for one year. Give him a one-year deal. Allow him to be on the bench. You know, uh, what if Drew Locke has a really shit game? You can bring in Cam Newton and maybe rejuvenate. Same thing for the Redskins. Yeah. So it's just weird, man. Honestly, I know he he's clearly lost a step, or he was very clearly injured for like the last couple of years. But I just think overall, he he deserves an opportunity. He's a former NFL MVP. Take a shot if you can get him for like a one-year, five million dollar contract. Why not? Right. Um. But enough of a player who's not going to play or be fantasy relevant more than likely this year. Um, 
I'm going to move on to my number six, where I did lower Deshaun Watson quite a bit uh, down to number six as well. I just think overall with his rushing floor and his ability, I think his ability keeps him high enough. I mean, the man did to, throw a touchdown with one eye. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After getting, getting fucking Johnny Cage kicked in, the, in his left <laughs> eye or right eye. I can't remember which one. But This is left. I just overall, man, I love his talent. I love watching Deshaun Watson play. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think his offensive line did get improved a little bit last year, so he wasn't murdered. And I still think he has enough guys who can get open between Fuller and Cobb and, and Brandon Cooks and Stills. And we'll see if Stills makes the team. He's a, he's a cut candidate just because of how much money he makes and yeah. how little dead cap space it would be for them to cut him. I know he was part of the package deal with Laramie Tunsil, but whatever. Um. I just overall, man, I, I love watching him play. He's one of my favorite players to watch on Sundays. So I got him at number six. Okay. Uh, guy on my list for number six, Tyler Murray. I think the addition of Nuke really, really helps him out. Um, you got Kenny and Drake coming back to, you know, help spread that offense around. Mm-hmm. And, and he finished number seven last year. And I think the addition to Nuke, um, I said they got new. Was it Christian Kirk? Yeah, Christian Kirk's still there. Like Larry, Gerald's still Larry there. Legends still there. Um, their tight end situation, I think, is still pretty iffy. Yeah, I think Max Williams is their starting tight end right now. Who? So Max with two X's. Uh, oh no, I knew. I knew what you said. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you fucking pull a Connor McGregor. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but that offensive line did a pretty good job of protecting him. He's he's got a very good rushing floor. Watching his little legs just fucking just pitter patter across the entire field the entire time, um, so I think his rushing alone, but the new targets definitely help his his ceiling. Well, target, period. Yeah, right. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins. So that um, that definitely helps. Yeah, and it's it's a very very pass heavy offense. Um, it's I actually have him a bit higher on my list. Yeah, I mean, but, he threw for 3,700 yards, only threw for 20 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It was his rookie season. He's yeah, there was – but up. They've talked about it on the ballers. There was a bet last year that Vegas was taking on, on the over-under for Kyler Murray, like his passing yards for his rookie year, and I think it was set at like 2,850 or something oh, like that. If I was a betting man, I would have run I'd right run the over a fucking kiosk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he beat the projection by like, <laughs> by like almost a thousand yards. Yeah, like, fuck out of here! I'd have taken that over in a goddamn hurry. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, I can't think. Is it you? It? Is it you again? Yeah, that was my number six. Yes, number five. And then my number... have the same number five here. No, we don't. No. I guarantee we don't because you're you. My number five is somebody you already mentioned. Okay. My number five is Russell Wilson. Okay. So, I mean, it's Russ. He's, as we mentioned, the picture of fucking consistency in the NFL as far as the quarterback's concerned. He's consistently been anywhere between 62 to 66 completion percent. I think he's got a 64% overall uh, for his entire career. Somehow he just throws touchdown after touchdown after touchdown without any interceptions. He's got the most beautiful deep ball in the league. Oh, God, yeah, it's so perfect. It's a fucking so beautiful <laughs> reading rainbow. <laughs> so he's got 
very good targets. I think it's um, – you got DK back another year who, who really mm-hmm. kind of showed out in that, that rookie season. I uh, think he got, honestly takes over the target share, the, the top target share. Over, over Tyler, Tyler Lockett? Lockett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I mean, but those two together are a very nice combo to have. Mm-hmm. And then you add the fact that Big Will Disley's back and they brought in Greg Olson. Yeah, Greg Olson. Um, mm-hmm. I was trying to think if that's where he went. So, and then, you know, they just signed Carlos Hyde. They still have Carl or uh, Chris Carson. Mm-hmm. Maybe Marshawn if they make that deal or if that's no, gone they south. They won't. That's what Carlos uh, Hyde was brought yeah. in for. And then Rashad Penny if he ever gets healthy and stays healthy. Because I think Rashad Penny was a first first round pick, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. Taking like the twenties. Yeah. So I think Russell's got nothing but potential. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and I think he'll. F- oh, it's not even potential team. anymore. He's the second best quarterback in this league behind Pat- Patrick Mahomes. If you ask me. Fair enough. Over Lamar. Lamar's still got so. time to prove himself, though. Yeah, but, he's, I mean, he did it for one year. That's why Pat's Pat's done it for two years now. And, and just the Super Bowl. shit I've yeah the shit I've seen him do man it's Russell does it too though that's the crazy thing he's done it for longer so if somebody wants to make an argument that Russell's the best quarterback in the league okay I'm not gonna argue I'm not gonna argue with you yeah. over oh darn <laughs> yeah but yeah my number five is Russell Wilson Russell Wilson uh, hey, my number hey, five Seattle oh God it's getting deep up in that mic I can't really do that with mine because it's no, broken in my headset I just uh, hey Seattle get all up in that thing. <laughs> we got a deal. <laughs> I don't know why he turned into fucking Sam Elliott during Go that Hawks. video. <laughs> but uh, uh, Mr. Blue Cheese himself comes in at number five for me, Drew Brees. He is just going to be dipping all those wings and in, in all up in that blue all cheese this blue year. All the blue cheese. Yeah. So uh, I I actually really like the addition of Emmanuel Sanders oh, on that I roster. I love it so much. I, I think it, it'll help them out a lot. They still have Jared Cook there. I think Adam Troutman could end up taking over that spot from him by the end of the year as the starting tight end. Was, that was who it was, right? It was Adam Troutman who went there. I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. I'm fairly certain. But, um, yeah, and then Alvin Kamara is one of the best pass-catching backs in the NFL. So, I just think overall they, they'll be fine. They'll be happy. They moved on from Ted Ginn and brought in Emmanuel Sanders. That's that's an upgrade in my book. I know yes. Emmanuel's Adam getting Troutman, up there, too. Yeah, so I think just between the combo of him and Jared Cook, Drew Brees hits tight ends really well. You saw a resurgence once Drew came back mm-hmm. uh, after his his stint with his, his little thumb injury. He uh, he helped Jared Cook go off and help people win some fantasy championships. So, but overall, I just think he's one of the greatest to do whatever. So this is going to be his last hurrah, and I think he's going to go balls deep on the league. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I were to if I were to stat him out off the top of my head I'll probably say like 4,500 yards 33 touchdowns six interceptions somewhere around there and he'll sneak in a rushing touchdown or two because he always does yeah I mean he's got negative four rushing yards for one rushing touchdown so yeah exactly (laughs) but yeah, I mean, he didn't even play the full season, and he still almost had 3,000 passing yards. Yeah, and then – so just to bring it all together, Kyler Murray was a rookie last year, right? Didn't have a whole lot of wide receivers. Christian Kirk was hurt a lot. Larry Fitzgerald is amazing. He's one of the best to ever do it, but he is he's up old. there in age. He's, he's going to be pushing 40 here pretty soon. And now he gets new Hopkins, gets another year in this offense with Cliff Kingsbury. 
And I just think he is going to fucking blow up. If he can stay healthy, he's really good. He's uh, the comp of Russell Wilson. I understand just because of his small stature, but the thing that I compare him most to Russell Wilson is his ability to not take a hit when he runs. Cause he yes. finished with 544 rushing yards last year. And I don't, I don't see that number necessarily going up. I see his passing yardage going up probably in like the 4,200 range. So do you but have Kyler at your number four? Yes. Okay. Number four. Yeah. I was moving on to my number four. Um, but I just, he's, I just think this is going to be the year where it all kind of comes together. And I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes the QB one, honestly. Even over Pat and Lamar, Lamar. Pat. Yeah. I, it would not surprise me. Fair enough. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. Not even a yeah. little bit. I definitely agree with you. I see it happening. I, I hope it does. I really like what he can do with the football. I Say he still rushes for like 500 yards and gets two more of those in the end zone. And throws – I mean, he threw 20 touchdowns last year. Say he just gets that up to like 26 and gets 3,700 yards up to like 41. That, that puts him top five. Yeah, easily. So, yeah, I, that I shit, That puts him – that would put him – all those stats that I just rattled off. Points-wise, like I think it would have put him up ju- – he would have been probably in four. Yeah. So – the kid's got talent, and I think another year in the system is really going to help him. So, good God, dude! I, I I knew he was like leaps and bounds above every other quarterback last year. But do you see the difference between Lamar's point total and Dak's point total from last year? Yeah, it was seventy-five points. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. But well, when my, you run for twenty twelve hundred yards, that yeah, helps. right. So. My number four is your number five. It's Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. I think. No, jeez. Yeah, I, I think he'll have as long as he can keep his thumb healthy, um, and the rest of him healthy for that matter. But the Saints have a fantastic O line, so I don't see that really being an issue. Yeah, thirty's been rough on us, man. Imagine how bad forty is for a six foot quarterback, <laughs> right? But. With you know the addition of Emmanuel Sanders really going to kind of open up things, especially for Michael Thomas, um, eat eat some of that coverage away. Um, everything I really don't got to talk too much about it because you already mentioned it. So <laughs> exactly, that's one of the uh, nice things is like when we talk about a guy, the, yeah. the other one doesn't have to do it as much. So my number three is Dak Prescott. Yes, a lot of people. <laughs> I've I've talked about my list to a couple of people and a lot of people tell me I'm fucking crazy. Is a lot of people like to talk shit about Dak. How? A lot but a lot of people you, constantly say oh, Dak's not elite. You can't argue with the fucking numbers though. Fantasy purposes he is. <laughs> yeah, like who cares if he hasn't made the playoffs? Like I'm talking strictly fantasy here. The dude's no, a fucking gold mine. He's made the playoffs twice. Well, yeah, he hasn't had that deep run. It was like, yeah, he hasn't he won, done this. He has a, who gives a shit? You he see won the one numbers game, this kid puts up? He won one game two years ago Yeah, against the Seahawks. So, I mean, the kid threw for 4,900 yards mm-hmm. this year. And he's fucking incredible. They just added fucking C.D. Lamb. CD Lamb. Uh, I don't know why I'm having such a brain fart of names today. It's been a long time since it's, we recorded. It's because we've been out for two weeks, mm-hmm. and my brain's been elsewhere aside from football. And I think I think Blake Jarwin is an upgrade at tight end. Over That's why I scooped him. Jason Wynn, yeah. So I scooped him real quick. 
Mm. Um, I'm hoping he might be my, you know, my Mark Andrews pick again. Like my scoop he could, he could be. I just think there's too many targets there for him to. Oh God! To yeah, really break out. You got Zeke to throw in the backfield. Mm-hmm. You got Ceedee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. Mm-hmm. I mean, occasionally Blake Jarwin's gonna be like, "Hey guys, I play football too." Yeah, Blake Jarwin could end up as the fifth guy in the target share. So yeah, that's what is, worries me about him breaking out this year, as opposed yes, to somebody that's, like uh, that's why like I scooped Gusecki. him up. That's why I like Gasecki and I like Johnny Smith because both of those guys could be number two in targets on their team. Yeah, well, especially now that you hear Johnny's working out privately with Dan Hill. Mm-hmm. So, but Dak's numbers are incredible. He's been, I think he's been top five every season, except for uh, maybe top, one. Top ten. Top ten or top he's twelve. He's been a, out. No, he's been a QB. He's been a QB one every year he's played. Yeah. And I mean, he may not have those playoff wins. He may not have those deep runs, but. He puts up fantastic fucking there was, numbers. There was another thing out there that he was offered around $35 million, uh, five years, $175 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, I meant to bring that up in the news. Uh, Adam, The only reason I didn't, honestly, is because Adam Sheffer refuted that. I, I honestly think if he was offered that, he would have accepted it. But I don't know. It's just it's a clusterfuck at this point. Like If he's getting offered 33 to 35 mil, smash that fucking accept button. Like, yeah, just do just, it, man. It's be like deal or no deal with Howie. Just deal yeah he's got he's got a fucking sleep number uh at like advert thing running uh both on radio and on tv he's got mm-hmm. i mean he's like the face of chunky soup now like the old I, th- I think like anybody who plays for the cowboys ends up well except for no because donovan more ad offers no no, no yeah. i'm saying donovan McNabb used to be the chunky soup guy for the eagles like when he was still in the league i remember yeah. that those like specifically because they'd run those ads all the time but it, it, I mean, he's got chunky soup. He's got that. Uh, I think he's got Pepsi now too. So, Jeez. yeah. Why? Why would you not want to stay with that team? I under I understand that he he made like eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year on that rookie contract because he was a fourth rounder. But Who I mean, cares, he made plenty. Bro? He made plenty you of know money. He made elsewhere. like double that in contra- in like in advertising. Quadruple. Yeah. Quintuple that. Like fuck yeah. You know Jerry took care of that boy. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Dak will be yeah. my number three. He's my number three as well. So oh. you want to jump, jump right you, into your do number you, two? Do you want to talk about Dak some more? No, I don't need to. I mean, we, okay. we <laughs> kind of went over everything we yeah. needed to I, for fantasy relevance wise. Anybody who argued that, that he's not, they're just he's a top 10. No, he's just a top, he's a top 10 fantasy quarterback. That's what he's done mm-hmm. it consistently for four years. Yeah. And I, you know, my feelings on him. I don't. I think he's like in the 15 to 10 range when it comes to overall, like as a quarterback who can lead a team, mm-hmm. but with the talent that, that's there, I understand why they would want to pay him and keep him there so that we, they don't have to search for another one. Yeah, exactly. So, so it, it all comes down to there, our top two. I'll say this about Dak. There have been worse quarterbacks that have won a Super Bowl than Dak Prescott. So <laughs> Joe Flacco. <laughs> he's about there with Joe Flacco. Honestly, what what Joe Flacco was when he won the yeah. Super Bowl. So, so I'm curious to see how you have number one and number two order because there's only two quarterbacks that we've mentioned that we haven't talked about in this list. My my number one should probably be Lamar just because of that fucking rushing ceiling. But I went with Patrick Mahomes. I, I think I have them flip flopped. I have Pat at two, Lamar at one. Yeah, and it, I, it, and I changed them more twice. sense. Yours makes more sense. I think mine's just because of my heart. I want Patrick and I don't blame you. number one. I don't blame you. But overall, I, I just think it, rushing floor, I, we're probably going to see quite a bit of touchdown regression from 
from Lamar. Oh and yeah. I think, God. Yeah. And then positive regression from Mahomes. So I think he'll, he'll move up a, a little bit and they'll meet in the middle somewhere and kind of duke it out for probably another their each of them, their second league MVP. So, yeah. I, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be the new, like Brady Manning and mm-hmm. Breeze. Yeah. They're both in the AFC. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's going to be the new battle going forward. So it's a new generation of football. And those two are going to lead the way. And I think Dak's just going to be like, hey, guys, I'm here too. (laughs) At least for fantasy purposes. Yeah. And then we'll see what happens. I He plays for the wrong team, but goddamn, I love watching Lamar play. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard not to. I I shouldn't like watching him. I shouldn't be that happy about it. But goddamn it, I love it. Yeah, there was a list I saw on Bleacher Report for like most uh, missed tackles by – forced missed tackled but at the QB position he like obliterated everybody well, yeah, else because you know when the the one run alone when Lamar spin moved half of a team I so. think he, yeah uh Kyler Murray was second in rushing with 544 yards he outrushed him by 650 so. oh god <laughs> insane so uh We'll, we'll move on to running backs. I'll get my honorable mentions out of the way. Uh, I know you didn't write yours down, so you can just kind of mention them as, as we talk about them. Uh, Kenyon Drake, Todd Ooh. Gurley, Miles Sanders, all, those, all just outside the top ten. The, those all, two would be in mine. I, I actually have Kenyon in my list. Along with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You think he's going to be that close? I'd say I, probably like running back 15. Honestly, 14. I – I want to disagree with you just for the sake of disagreeing with you. But that offense, man. But the way that offense works, I can't. And, and the fact I, that and the fact that Andy reads it, hey, who do you want, Pat? Mm-hmm. And Pat was like, hey, guys, give me Clyde Edwards. And he was mm-hmm. like, all right. So they got Clyde Edwards. Been comps like crazy to Brian Westbrook because that's Andy Reid coached Brian Westbrook in Philly. Yeah. And just because of his small stature, he has much – Thicker than Brian Westbrook is. He's he's a was. thick boy. Yeah. So that, I, that boy thick with three C's. I, I Clyde could could be third in targets on that team. Could be behind Hill and Kelsey. You don't think Hardman's not the not going to be third? Mm-mm. I know Sammy's not. Sammy's probably going to no, like fucking I think hibernate. Sammy would be the next option. That's my point, though. <laughs> Is, is Sammy's, Sammy's garbage. A, yeah, exactly. So as much as much as he blew up week one, which is why mm-hmm. I changed his name in my our league to one week mm-hmm. wonder. Mm-hmm. He's or week one wonder. It, he's not what you if he can get his head right and stop being a fucking lizard for five minutes. That should be week wonder, like W O. I N E. Yeah. Shut up. I or O N. Yeah, O N E D E R. We got Wonder. it. <laughs> Your dad jokes have no use on me. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. I I definitely. I'm just high on. I'm high on Hilaire. And I don't I don't blame you because he was handpicked by the quarterback. And I mean, who who else they gonna use? Damian Williams, who some people think was snubbed on the MVP. I mean, he was. He, he definitely was. It, it is a is a statistical fact. Yeah, there's no doubt. But he he didn't talk. He wasn't Pat Mahomes. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, he didn't lead the team back. So yeah, I mean he he kind capped of. it off though. He 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 had the dagger. Yeah, remember they were they were up twenty four twenty and he ran that fucking like thirty yard touchdown in mm-hmm. against that vaunted Niners defensive front. So so you want to go first? I just you, made my honorable mention. So. Yeah, so you started the quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. My number 10, Aaron Jones. Despite the fact that he will, as you mentioned, more than likely be the number two receiver on that team. He's in my honorable mentions too. I meant to. I, I was looking through my list. And I was like, where did I put Aaron Jones? <laughs> I think just the amount of work alone that they will give him. He's like my number 11. Especially – <clears throat> I, I he teetered back and forth. He was in and out of the list three times in the redo. So I had him higher originally, but I just there's other guys I like more. Um but just the workload that they're gonna put on Aaron Jones in Green Bay is enough that he's gonna be in, <laughs> in the top ten. So we talked about how, how high of a difference Lamar Jackson was to Dak Prescott in, in points for last year. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Oh yeah, dude, that's it's disgusting. <laughs> was ahead of Aaron Jones by about six or 160. Points. It was 157 points. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just crazy. I mean, I, and then I Christian was 62 points ahead of Lamar. So I I know Aaron Jones. This is why he's on my honorable mentions list because I did bring in AJ Dillon, um, who's massive, like he's yeah. he's a fullback basically, but. Um, Aaron Jones had 16 touchdowns last year on, let's see, with only 1,084 yards. So I just – yeah. So I just think overall I think he's he is the number one candidate for touchdown regression in, at the running back position. So that's why he's so much lower on our list after finishing number two last year. That And I just think overall Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon will be used enough to to lower his his touchdown rate. Fair enough. He'll still be their primary pass catching back though. And he'll still be a top tier running back. I mean, he's, I, I basically have him at 11. I just forgot to write his name down. Yeah. Um, he, he'll still get the targets. I mean, he had 49 receptions last year, which means he probably had around like 60 to 70 targets. So. Uh, you want, okay. That would be me then. Wouldn't it? He had, he had 68 targets. Yeah. Exactly. I was not even looking like I just knew. Uh, Austin Eckler at number 10. Okay. I love his opportunity. I really mm-hmm. do. My issue is going from uh, Rivers to Tyrod slash Justin Herbert, who we don't know. Tyrod has never shown an affinity as a starter to, to pass so to the running, running back, back position. Yeah. But Anthony Lynn is his coach, who's also a former running back, so he might just like drill it into his head that he could. So mm-hmm. the variable of Tyrod has never done it, but he still could because Austin Eckler is such an amazing checkdown target. Is why I have him at ten and not higher on the list. Um, that and you could see Josh Kelly and and um, Josh Jackson. I think it could, might not be Josh. It is Josh Kelly. Jackson. Justin Jackson. Thank you. I, I knew both of them weren't named Josh. Uh, but yeah, Josh Kelly and Justin Jackson could steal enough away to to keep him. But he was like through before Melvin Gordon came back, he was like the running back three or four so, consistently. Yeah, and I'm like no lie. After like I think it was like week five or week six, whenever Melvin Gordon came back, uh, up to that point, he was like the running back three. So 
I, I love him. I just, their offense overall worries me a little bit more. Cause I, even though, you know, Philip is on the downward trend as well. I just think it's still a, a very clear downgrade to go from Philip rivers, even at the age of 40 Tyrod to Taylor. Tyrod Taylor yeah. mm-hmm. or 37, 38, somewhere in that range. And then uh, my number nine is Nick Chubb. I have him dropping uh, quite a few spots, honestly, because you saw it at the end of the year with, with Kareem Hunt. They're Mm -hmm. still going to use him a lot in the passing game. I still love Chubb's talent and his ability to break long runs is pretty close to next to none outside of like maybe CMC and Barkley. Mm -hmm. But overall, the man man is a freight train. I don't think in half point or full point PPR, he's going to have the, He's not going to get that pass catching work now that Kareem's there. And our, our our rankings, just to let everybody know, are PPR full point based. So, okay, that's, that's all I got on on Chubb. I don't have to talk a lot about my next two picks then. Okay. Um, my number nine is Austin Eckler, um, mainly for the same reasons that you mentioned. Coming, changing, you know, offenses into, almost entirely as far mm-hmm. as you know schemes and everything. And like you mentioned, it's a downgrade to Tyrod, no matter how you look at it. And then my number eight is Nick Chubb. I, I'm, I'm not saying it's because I love the man so much and I'm a Browns fan. I do, outside of that, I really do believe in his talent. Um, for all the reasons you mentioned, the dude runs fast as fuck, head down, I think the one run they clocked him like twenty four miles an hour. Yeah, and the dude's he's a, built like a fucking freight train. Yeah, he's so, a he's a bullet train. Yeah, yeah, he's a and Japanese bullet train. I think the only guy that I'd be more terrified to stand in front of would be Derrick Henry. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so yeah, those are that's my number nine and my number eight. So I made it pretty easy for you. Uh, yeah, my my number eight, uh, I have Josh Jacobs. Now, he would be a little higher on my list. I probably would have put him above the likes of like Mixon and maybe even Delvin Cook just because of Cook's baked-in injury risk. But um, there's a little bit of a question mark for me for his passing down work. And it's just honestly like, can he get those 50 to 60 to 70 targets? I don't see it happening. They still have Jalen Richard there. They still they just brought in Lynn Bowden as well. So I think they're going to emphasize yeah, using those two gonna... in the passing game. Are they going to use Lynn Bowden primarily as a running back, or do you think he'll play out wide? Because he's right, he'll do well. he'll do a li- he'll do a little bit of everything. That's the mm-hmm. the thing. He'll he'll be the Meikle Hardman. Like they took Henry Ruggs to be the Tyreek Hill, and they took Lynn Bowden to be the Meikle Hardman. That's you're not wrong because they're trying to keep up with them in the AFC West. So I think that's what their thought process was: is we can use Lynn Bowden in gadget plays. I mean, you can use Henry Ruggs in gadget plays as well. I just think Lynn Bowden fills in that utility player he can return kicks he can return punts he can play special teams he can basically do what Taysom Hill does for the Saints but not play quarterback yeah pretty much (laughs) so um I just overall I it worries me that Josh Jacobs won't get the work I love his talent a lot and it just it it scares me a little bit that he's not just not going to get the passing work to make him if you were to take him as a top five running back that he wouldn't hit that so Mm -hmm. Uh, oh, and then uh, number seven, I did put Joe Mixon. I Joe was love, in my honorables. So I love his talent. Really? Yes. After what he did at the end of last year and yes. getting an upgrade at quarterback and offensive line in the yes. offseason. He's my number yeah. 11. 
I, I have him number seven. I, I honestly think he could finish as a top, top five running back this year. Trust me, I believe I agree with you fully for having if, him in your top ten. If you're in like a twelve team league and you can somehow because DeAndre Hopkins has been falling a little bit because uh, people worry about him, we'll talk about him on the next episode. But if you could get like on the turn, say you're in a twelve team draft and you're picking twelve, if you could somehow get Joe Mixon and DeAndre Hopkins, I would shit my pants. I yeah. would be so fucking happy with that one two combo. I you have no idea. So. Um, but yeah, I have Joe Mixon there. Um, there is one guy ahead of him that would be my ride or die probably for the season, uh, just because of circumstance. But I, I really, really, really like Joe Mixon this year. Okay. Like I said, I, I don't disagree with you. I know you kind of seem shocked that he wasn't in my top 10. He did have that resurgence toward the back half of the season, which is why he would be my number 11 with very high upside. I just, I worry that they won't want to use him as much. Yeah, because he finished running back 13 last year. Yeah. And I think he got enough clear upgrades to move him into, like, the top eight at least. So, we'll see. If I'm wrong, I'd be happy to be wrong. So, my number seven, Alvin Kamara. Hey, these are, these are way too early for a reason. I can change That's fair. I mean, he, he, finished, he finished at nine last year, so. Yeah, so, and I figure, you know. Now Drew's there the whole – Drew stays healthy the whole season. They did kind 81 kinda, receptions, man. It's gross, isn't it? 81. Yeah. So they, they did, you know, upgrade their offensive line a little bit in the draft. They did bring in Emmanuel Sanders. I think it helps them stay in the top 10. I just – I think he'll move up one spot. And I honestly – I meant to throw this one out there too because there's so many. Uh, Leonard Fournette should have been in my honorable mentions as well just because – he got the passing work last year, so it just depends on if he can stay out in the field for a full season. And, it also and he's in the final what happens final year of his contract, man. I, I love that. When somebody's in the final year of their contract, that that usually gives them like a spot or two bump because usually when that happens, teams ride that motherfucker into the ground. Oh, yeah, and they'll definitely – because there's a lot of – I feel like there's a lot of hatred towards Leonard Fournette in the Jags, you know, mm-hmm. office. So they'll be like, fuck it. Run him till he breaks. Yeah. And, and speaking of people who are up for positive touchdown regression, and yes, I know that sounds wrong. It is correct. I had to like look it up. Um, <laughs> but uh, he had three rushing touchdowns last year. I don't see that happening again. Who? Like Leonard Fournette. Only had three? Yeah. He and he had, had 70, he had 76 receptions too. Yeah, I mean, he rushed for 1,200 yards and he only had three rushing touchdowns. That's yeah. disgusting. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, he, that's, he gets, that's definitely he gets up going to six. Up. He gets yeah. up to six or seven. Like, it, he's fine. So, my number six um, is somebody that you had in your honorables. I have Kenyon Drake. Ooh. I think he found his rightful home. After he got away from Adam Gase in the B-hole, mm-hmm. He gets to fucking Arizona, and it seems like a whole new fucking player emerged there. He fits in that offense well. He seemed to have been running all over the place. This, you know, everywhere they put him, it worked. And I see him continuing that to because I think he's on a transition tag right now. If they haven't signed a full deal, which I yeah, think they, he's still which he's they he's basically on a one year deal. Yeah, so I which see makes him, sense. He's a twenty six year old quarterback. So he's a quarterback or running back. <laughs> 
uh, I see him playing his ass off to get at least another year or two. So we'll see what happens. I, I think he's got the potential to be top six. I like him a lot. The The only reason I have him in my honorable mentions is not fully in my list is I do think Chase Edmonds, if he can come back healthy from his ACL or Achilles, whatever happened to him, I can't remember. But if he can come back, he'll steal enough of the workload to keep him from being a top 10 running back. Um, and if you recall the couple times that the Dolphins did try to hand over the reins to Drake and give him like a full workload, he did get some minor injuries. So well, that's because they had a shit offensive line. Yeah, that that's just kind of a minor drawback for me and why I didn't have him in my – trust me, I want to be high on him. He's on my dynasty team. So, <laughs> uh, Was that your – was that, that, was is that number six? Now? Yep. So I'm I'm on to number six then. Uh, yep. Jared <laughs> Delvin Cook. I uh, I have here at number six, and honestly, I think talent wise, he is probably like a top three or four running back. But kind of worry about those inju- that injury history he has. Yeah, and also, well, I'll talk about it now because he's he's in a different spot. But that with Stefanski being gone. I wonder how much that offense is going to change for him. And I it's almost not, still going to be, a, it's going to be a run first offense. Though. You think so? Yeah. Zimmer's not going to allow that. To... Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, overall, I think Delvin cook, he gets the passing down work. Uh, he finished up running back six last year with 53 receptions, 519 yards. Uh, he'll probably get hit with a little bit of touchdown regression. He did finish with 13 last year. So even if that number still falls down to 10, that's probably why I have it. I mean, he finished at running back six. I haven't running back six here. So um, I did want to talk about this too. We probably won't stand out players just with how much we both work. I would especially like to, now it, it's just, it's crazy um, with how much we're both working. So, well, I mean, we can try at least maybe do some here and there. It, I don't think we'll get a whole, yeah, we like we're not standing no. out a whole league, bro. That's <laughs> this us doing our hindsight hierarchy is basically standing out players. So this is about as close as we'll get. <laughs> exactly. So that, and then uh, we're both probably going to try to do predictions. I just finished my AFC East predictions. Uh, I haven't today. started mine, but I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's something that we can work on throughout. You know what I mean? It's not something that needs to get done right away. We probably have another two weeks before we record that episode. So. Um, overall, I think it's just going to be rough for us to be able to stat players out. So I do yeah. apologize to anybody who was hoping we would be able to get that done. Uh, and then I will move on to my number five is, wh- is where I have Elvin Kamara. I just think his ability to get passing work and his positive touchdown regression is going to hit him well enough because he's, he's, I mean, he's, a, he's also a very elusive back. He finished with only six touchdowns on the year in both ground and air. So I just think it's, He's his first two seasons overall. Let me hold on and pull it up here real quick. What are you looking for? Just Alvin Kamara's stats throughout his career. What do you need? Uh, his touchdowns, his first two seasons. Career. Uh, he yeah. had eight, fourteen, and then he had five this year. Yeah. See, that's my point. Well, no, that's just that's just rushing. I'm talking about oh, his touchdowns yeah. overall. Um, oh. Yeah, his his sorry. This is his third year. So, so his rookie year, he had he had thirteen, eighteen, six. Okay, 
yeah, sorry, no, it's not showing his 2017 career stats. Um, so yeah, he's going into his fourth year, but yeah, you said 20 and then 18, 13, 18, six, 13. Okay. So yeah, 13 and 18 and then six, that's a huge drop off. So I, even if he that's, gets that up to like 10, 10 to 12, yeah, that's perfect. And that I, could I, also be because Drew was gone for those five games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I picked what fifth in that little throw kind of throwaway league that we did just because we were bored and wanted to do a dynasty draft. And then we just um, left. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That was the other one. That was the, oh. the rookie one. The one that we actually just started. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did a full draft and then the rookie draft. Because you um, have a problem and don't know how to not do drafts. Yeah. And I just get rope doped along. Yeah. <laughs> That's how this podcast started. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, man, I want to do this. Hey, I have stuff for it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I love Elvin Kamara. I think touchdown-wise, he'll get back up to where he should be. Um, and, I, I mean, overall stats, like his he, – he had shorter targets. He did have to deal with Teddy Bridgewater for a good stretch last year. He went from 8.8 uh, yards per reception in 2018 to down to 6.6. But he's still 81 receptions, 81 receptions. So – that's going to kill in PPR leagues. We'll move on to your number five, sir. My number five is a man who just got uh, franchise tagged. The King, King Henry, Derek Henry for the Tennessee Titans. I think he finished. He finished five last year, but it seems like he's kind of quiet. Like the first half of the last year and this year, and it was like, a little sporadic. It was, yeah. it, like, and then it was, if you remember week one, he went the fuck off against the Browns. Yeah. And then he was like, and nap time. All right, cool football. <laughs> and I mean, the dude is pretty much the closest to a human Sherman tank as you could get. <laughs> exactly. Um, who was it? Um, Earl Thomas, the guy that just, you know, got in some trouble said he wasn't scared of that because he'd been stiff armed once by Derrick Henry. Yeah. So yeah. to say that wasn't as bad was, as getting stiff armed. It was a fake. It was a fake tweet. I'm pretty oh, sure, it was? but it was still fucking hilarious. Oh, I ho- I wish it was real. Now I feel I was I laughed for about a good five minutes at that because <laughs> and just watching him run is terrifying. Yeah. Because for as big as he is to move that fast and just chuck dudes with a stiff arm, and the the team has good options now, especially that Tannehill has been throwing a bit. Because they didn't really let him throw a whole lot in the first little bit of his stint because they relied so heavily on Derek. I don't think they're going to have to rely on him as much this season, mm-hmm. but I still think his talent will show out to get him top five. Yeah. And I, I mean, we saw what he did when he was on the final year of his contract. I told you how much I love when players in, in uh-huh. the last year. He's on the last year again. So I, I love that a lot. I actually have him one spot higher than you. The only, only reservation I have about it was the Titans overall touchdown rate. Like when they got in the red zone, it was, I don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but their touchdown rate once Tannehill took over was ridiculously high. Oh yeah. It seemed like every time they touched the the ball. Yeah. They were only behind the Ravens. They only kicked like one field goal in like the last six games. Yeah. It was disgusting. Every time they were in the red zone, it was a touchdown. Yeah. It was ridiculous. That's the only drawback I have, but overall that's why I, I mean, yeah. yeah, I'll let you talk about your number four first. But uh, my number four was—I forget you—you you already talked. I think he was your number six. I, I don't know. Uh, my number four okay. is Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Yep, I—I I think the way that team's going to work that man 
if he can stay healthy, I I don't see anything less than top five. And so I just by number four by pure rankings, you're a little less worried about his injuries than I am. Yes. So uh, makes sense. Like I said, number four, I had Derrick Henry as well. I just overall, like I said, that final year of the contract was involved in some passing down work. I know they brought in Darrington Evans probably to do a, a hefty bit of that mm-hmm. as well. But I still think this is like, oh, shit, we're probably going to let him go after this year. Let's just fucking run him into the ground, dude. Let him clear out he? his knees. 25, 26? He is 26. So yeah. he's still got maybe two years left in him. Yeah, of, of decent production. So it just depends on – I mean, he's a big dude. That's a lot of wear and tear. Yeah, he's um, 6'3", 247. Like, and then no, number three, uh, just from the amount of work he's going to get, I, Pollard showed that he wasn't going to steal too much away from him. I have Zeke. I okay. I, our number three is the same. The only the only reason um, he's not in the top two is because he doesn't get as much passing work as the top two do. Yes. So, um, overall, I I mean I love Zeke that, and he doesn't have. I don't think he personally has the breakaway speed of a Barkley or a CMC. Yes. Or Chubb. I'll He's like in that, that second tier of breakaway, t- long touchdown runs that that cap is ceiling just a smidge more than those other guys. But with how much work he gets and him being the bell cow, excuse me. A chew. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that one sounded like it hurt. <laughs> Ooh. I was trying to hold it in for the people. <laughs> but but I agree it, it wouldn't you. surprise me with the, the work that he gets that he, he could be the number one running back in the league. I just think we're playing a probability game with our rankings. So I just think probability-wise, it's less likely than, than Barkley and CMC, who I have. Yeah. So I, I have Zeke as my number three as well mm. for all the same reasons. So And I'm pretty sure we have the same top two. It has to be. There's no way you don't have CMC number one. Okay, good. Yeah, I have yeah. CMC, then Saquon. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I mean, I can see it going either way because it's happened mm. before. Yeah. But, I mean, it's CMC. Yeah, I, I could. It's see, hard to bet against him. I could see MC him getting his workload lessened just a smidge, and I just mean Teddy Bridgewater shows injury. that showed that he liked throwing to the running back still, because um, he filled in nicely for Drew throwing to Alvin Kamara yeah. when Drew was hurt last year. So I still think he'll he'll still get the passing down work. They'll drill it into his head that they need to anyways. Um, there was a give everything change. to Christian. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a coaching change from Riverboat Ron to who was more of a defensive minded head coach to Matt Rule, who's more of an offensive minded head coach. Yeah. So I still think they'll they'll know how to utilize CMC and it would not surprise me at all if he finished uh running back one two consecutive years. Yeah, and, and then uh, and Saquon being number two, I mean it's fucking Saquon. Yeah. And even he, he still finished hurt. running back ten and he was, <laughs> he was hurt. hurt last year. Yeah. And who's what, it, four games last year? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think he came back too early, personally. But yeah, you could see it when he job. came back. But if you had Saquon and you made the playoffs, you were not disappointed. But you were very happy. Yeah, um, unless you ran into somebody who had CMC. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think Saquon's pass catching ability. I think his just pure running talent is just going to continue to shine through there in New York. I think his, I, I think he has the best ability in the league to break long ones. Yeah. I mean, with legs like that, I mean, who's going to stop him? <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Uh, that'll, that'll cap it for hindsight hierarchy. AJ, you got anything else for that before we move no, on? No, that was, 
that was it. That was that was good to finally talk about that because I've been staring at this list, hoping we would record soon, so I didn't have to keep making changes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, next week we'll uh, we'll tackle wide receivers and tight ends. Not personally because we would get obliterated, but <laughs> I wouldn't. I got them. No, no, you yeah. just fall on your face and miss. No, fuck no. With my knees, I wouldn't even get to the fucking field. Yeah. I'd hobble <laughs> twice and die. He'd <laughs> be huffing and coming out of the. I'd walk coming up. Out, I'd walk up the, the first four steps of the tunnel and be <sighs> out of shape, boss. Hunched over with your hands on your knees, like oh, yeah. Okay. I know the shape I'm in. I ain't ashamed of it. I'm working on. Damn it. <laughs> but yeah, that'll do it for us uh, on that one. And then we're we're gonna hit you guys with a little journeyman jigsaw before we head out. And let's see what we've got here. Uh, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, as soon as my computer starts doing things here. Well, I've got mine up already. Yeah, you so, got yours. I, ju- I accidentally fucking closed mine. This is actually a former. I'm not going to give you the years because that might be a dead giveaway for you. Um, it was. It's within the last 20 years. I'll say that. This is a former first-round running back. Started his career with the Cleveland Browns. Was traded in 20 well i guess that's a giveaway 2013 to the indianapolis colts for a first round pick uh and then uh they let him go uh shortly after that let's see uh two years later in 2015 and then uh he signed with the oakland raiders who was then uh the off season of 2015 so after the super bowl in March, he was signed by the Oakland Raiders and was let go before the season started in August. Uh, he was there for the preseason. Was picked up in April of 2016 by the Baltimore Ravens and then again let go in August uh, before the season even started. And then went on to finish his his illustrious pro football career with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in 2017. And then in 2018, with, or 2019, with the AAF, with the Birmingham Iron. That's Johnny Banzel. Said running back. Oh, you said running back. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was I you but you started going into the I wasn't paying attention to that part, and when you went into the CFL, I started. I was like, oh, that's Johnny. Johnny Manziel never played for the Colts. He never played for any NFL team besides the Browns. That's right. So I don't think you. He was drafted in 2013. You said mm-hmm. by Cleveland. Yes. A couple years later, went to the Colts for a first-round pick. Trent Richardson. There you go. Now, I should have told you, he went, he went to school at Alabama, too. I, I thought the Birmingham Iron would be a, a dead giveaway because he played in Alabama for the AAF because he went to school in Alabama. Yeah, no, that, that didn't um, – I was confused because I didn't hear running back at first. Yeah. And then when you said he went there to there, I was instantly – where is he at here? Right here. I got to look up the page I had the first time. That way I have the right one. Got it. Okay. So he was drafted fifth overall in the 95 draft by the Carolina Panthers. He's a quarterback. Played for Carolina. After that, 
In 99, he moved to New York to play for the Giants. Mm-hmm. 04, he went to Oakland for two years. He went, and then in 06, he played for Tennessee for five years and finished his career in 2011 playing for the Indianapolis Colts. Kerry Collins. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Try to stump me with that shit. I almost said Chris Winkie. <laughs> Chris Winkie? Who the <laughs> fuck is that? He played for the Panthers, but that was like the 2000s. Early 2000s. God, I remember Kerry Collins. Oh, Chris Winky. That's it's pronounced Winky. That's even worse. <laughs> Winky's already funny. You don't gotta fucking give him a wiener name. <laughs> Chris Winky. I think he was an analyst for like college sports for a little while. Uh, speaking of which, is a nice segment. If you guys ever want to listen to a awesome podcast about literally anything to do with college sports, uh, especially the Mac, because we're we're. We're in the Mac area. We, we live in Toledo. There's UT here. So uh, go check out Alex and the other AJ's podcast, the College Sports Connection, part of our, our beard, Four Beardsmen Sports Network that we are launching here pretty soon probably. So if you want to give them a listen, uh, check them out. Uh, follow them on Twitter at College Sport Pod. If you want to follow them there, give Wait. them some love. Yeah. They're, and then, uh, they're doing some big things over there. AJ has another side bitch. He's got called the 12 pack podcast with AJ and Jared. He, uh, he, that will always be his secondary podcast. He of course loves fantasy football more than beer. Um, <laughs> ah, that's who that's probably not it chief. I don't think you're right on that one. <laughs> I do love beer. I think more than I love football, but I do love but, football as I, yeah. I, as I have a PBR here. <laughs> not sponsored. Yeah. If you uh, want to check I them out, wish. You can follow them. They have a Facebook page as well. We actually then, just launched a website. Oh, nice. I had no idea it was happening. None whatsoever. I'm, I'm assuming here. that had to do with Jared. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm just sitting here minding my own business one day. He's like, hey, so I got a website for us. What? As I'm still trying to fucking balance doing – I'm still catching up on stuff for this podcast, um, stuff for that podcast, stuff doing stuff for the Fort Beardsman. And I haven't had time to work on our stuff completely because of everything going on. And I was like, I'm glad you did it because who knows when the fuck I'd have gotten to with all the stuff I got going on. But yeah, so we've, uh, the website's launched. I believe it's 12packpodcast.com. I could be wrong. I haven't checked it. We just launched it today. Um, It's probably up on the the Facebook page. Um, Let's go here. He just posted it. Where is it? Also, yes. they want to follow you guys on Twitter. It's at 12 pack pod. I think it's 12 underscore pack underscore pod. Oh, okay. So there's another, tw- there's apparently another 12 pack pod then. Yes. There, uh, there's another 12 pack. Something it's completely different. It's in Texas. Um, yeah. But uh, it is 12 pack podcast, 12 spelled out, not the number. Um, mm-hmm. Send us questions you want answered for stupid, like anything. We don't care. We just answered a question, like the most random thing. is if you have a sore throat, what color are your balls? Like, I mean, that's the kind of shit that we got. So if you're if you're looking for some funny shit, just random general stupidity with two dudes getting drunk on a podcast, give us a listen. And uh, same thing for us, man. Uh, honestly, if you follow us on Twitter, 
It's at Beard Brothers FF if you want to follow us on there and message us. I've actually got a couple people. We've actually been getting a couple more like actual fans of the show uh, that I've been interacting with on our Twitter page. So nice. I've seen some people like interact here. Two. Like two. Hey, <laughs> two's better than zero, dog. Yeah, exactly. And that's honestly why we started it. We just want to interact with people, and talk talk shit about fantasy football. And um, by we, he means him because he controls the Twitter. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I mean. Overall, we just we we don't have illusions of becoming the fantasy footballers or the next Matthew Barry or anything like that. I mean, so. if this if this goes somewhere big like that, fantastic. If not, we're having fun. Exactly. So, yeah, if you want to give us a follow, like I said, at Beer Brothers FF on Twitter, Beer Brothers Fantasy Football, anywhere else, Facebook, YouTube, um, and you can find us on any podcast listening app. If you give us a five star review on that app, we greatly appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. Get our name out there a little bit more. And other than that, you got anything else, AJ? Nope. I think that's covered. I'm, I'm glad we finally got, you know, some time set aside from our busiest schedules to get this done today. Yes. And yeah, uh, I got to be up in about six and a half hours. I got to be up in promptly eight to ten. Um, mm-hmm. Depends on if I want to go to work on time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that'll do it for this week, guys. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. And we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Oh. Damn it, Bobby. The show's over. We're getting out of here. We're out.